Hey, you're listening to It Needs to Be Said, where the conversations are honest and the opinions make it you can't talk. Can we just take a minute to look at the difference in our skin tones for a second? <laughs> you are so white. Is it because of my light, though? Yeah, it's your light because like my teeth are like brown and yours are like white. And my teeth are actually quite white normally. Should I? I can turn it off or I can... No, 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 it's fine. It's just, it would just be funny for a snippet. Also, I don't know what was going on with the Instagram recording, but neither of us were looking good for that. (laughs) Which one? The snippet I just posted. (laughs) I posted it and I was like, geez, I don't look good. And then I looked at you and I was like... You know what? You know, actually, (laughs) you know what's funny is that... um, there's a few, you know, where it's been like, oh, I haven't had time to wash off my fake tan. Oh, well, it's fine. Yeah. Not fine. They have not been fine in like the previous. Um, like a lot. Oh, sorry. I didn't even notice. Like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like um, like this one where I'm wearing this jumper. Yeah, I'm looking at that too. <laughs> <laughs> there's another one. This one. This was not a good day for me. Um, I'm wearing like a, oh, how do I? Oh, yeah. Uh, like a shirt. Yep. It's because it's tan. got that shine on your face. Like it's very shiny. The rest are not as bad, but those two in particular, those were the two times where I was like, oops, I didn't get time to wash my tan off. <laughs> Note to self, make time. <laughs> not <laughs> ideal. That's okay. We're We're still working things out. So, how is your week? My week has been good. I've got a crazy fact that Ruan told me last night that I want to chat about. Sure. Ruan said to me, and I wrote this down because I was like, I need to tell Marissa (laughs) and the people. He said, not flossing takes approximately seven years off your life because of some sort of bacteria. Oh. Should we do a live Google? Because I I was like, are you just saying that to be rude? Because he knows that I don't floss. (laughs) He's saying that to scare me. He was like, no, no, seriously, I heard it. And I was like, where did you hear it? He was like, someone said it. I'm like, that is not a reliable source. (laughs) Flossing lifespan. Oh, no, it's a thing, I think. So, I mean, this is the first thing that came up. It said, the fact that flossing daily can extend life expectancy falls in the weird but true category. Uh, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. Is there an alternative? <laughs> I reckon those little sticks are probably better, yeah, but it hurts but me. I hate when it's it. Not comfortable. No, it doesn't feel yeah, nice. It like bleed. my gums start bleeding, and I mean, but you know what the dentist always says is that like that happens because you don't floss. Like if you floss, then that will stop happening. This is just so typical. An image of Ruan and I's differences in who we are. Ruan flosses every single night. That was one of his New Year's resolutions one year was, I want to floss every day. And I just thought, come on, mate, have something funner than that. (laughs) And he did it. He really did do it. Anyway. He's going to live longer than you. I mean, statistically speaking, women live longer than men. So floss or not, we're still going to live longer. (laughs) Maybe this is just going to even it out a bit. (laughs) Yes, maybe. I also have one other recommendation, which is going to be very random. But Mm -hmm. I have a song recommendation for everyone. Interesting. So it's a song that I heard at a spin class where my spin instructor has done a lot of world travel. And so she went to Europe and did a lot of um, 
yeah, like sightseeing and stuff like that. And she came back with this like alternative playlist. Um, and this one song is a Dominican Republic song. And so I don't know any of the words, but I cannot okay. tell you how nice this song is. So I came, okay. I shazammed it while I was on my spin bike. And it's such a random song as well to do spin to, but I don't know, it just works. Yeah. Anyways, and I played it for Ruan and we probably had this song on repeat for like three months. And then, yeah, and then the other night I played it for my parents as well and they loved it and we were looking up the lyrics. So it is called Frio Frio by um, Yuan Luis Huera. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I'm trying to sound a bit. I'll try. <laughs> but I don't know. I just recommend it. I'm going to send it to you after this and you tell me what you think. Yeah, okay, sure. How's your week been? Um, it's been a good week. I, I've kind of like been in this thing where I've been looking for a Christmas tree for a while and, um, I've got a really high standard for, for Christmas tree. Cause my mum's tree is like epic. It's yeah. literally, she built her house around this vision of wanting to have her tree sit in like a bay window. It's so tall. Wow. Like it's just the most beautiful thing. So I think I've got really like high tree standards mm-hmm. and um, when you look at the shops, a lot of the trees are just shit. Like mm. they're very sparse. Oh my like, gosh. I don't have enough. Yes. Ruan and I bought branches. a $10 tree from Big W one time. We oh, got shit. so sick of the branches that like <laughs> Seriously, they suck. Like, you want it to be, like, feathery, but it's, like, full. Yeah. It needs to be full. Like, I don't want to look through the tree and see you on the other side. Like, <laughs> I just want to see tree, you yes. know? And, and also, like, I want a big grand tree, like my mum's mm. tree, that's probably, like, maybe, like, the 240 height, mm-hmm. like, quite tall. But that might not fit in the room where I was going to want it to fit. So, like, anyway, just, like, I've got these high tree standards mm. and I didn't want to just go and spend, like, $10 or more because I knew that would be shit. But I didn't want to spend, say, more, like, $50 or $100 and then it still be shit. Yeah. Like, I would rather just wait and then get a really good tree. Speaking of, Maya literally have 50% off their trees today, Ooh. which is, like, so tempting but also – just don't know if I can justify because now it's only going to be up for like 10 days as well. Mm. So like I might just try better like next year. Anyways, I was like, I need to just do fucking something because I can't just have my presents in a pile. So I was like, I'm going to use this scrap wood from outside from another project that I'm doing to make a tree. So I made this like a super poxy tree out of like all this scrap wood that we had and like it's not great, but. Mate, I don't fun. think you understand how incredible you are with your your handiwork. You sent me a, a video of that tree. I was stunned. I could not believe how good that tree looked. And your um crazy pave and everything. I was just like, oh my gosh, Marissa is actually I really think you should go on the block. I really think you should. I was thinking yesterday when I was making this tree, I was like, not that it was good, but when I still had hope at the start of the tree, I was thinking I feel like I've missed my calling as like a DIY YouTuber or something because they get like a lot of freestyle and, you know, like. I think you should actually, I'm not even joking, I think you should start a YouTube channel. Because I'm too popped to buy a real tree. (laughs) No, but even with your bathroom tiling and this crazy pave thing, I would watch it. The problem is that like while, yes, it's great, none of this stuff is like – building correct do you know what I mean like Mm. if say like my brother-in-law would 
like I think a little piece of him dies inside every time I talk to him about my <laughs> DIY stuff because he's like, not to code, like I wouldn't use that. Oh no! Uh. And like it's got to the point now that like I try and do my DIY projects like on the low because I I I feel the pain of me doing these projects not properly. Like I I know that it physically hurts him, but that it so, works. I feel like it's you're it just being resor- resourceful. Yeah, I'm being resourceful. This wood was literally in a pile in my backyard. Like it was just going to go to the dump anyway. I may as well just use it for 10 days. But anyway, that's all. I can't wait to put up a photo of the tree on Instagram. I need to get some lights Mm. and then I'm hoping that the lights will save it. If not, it's not great. (laughs) And before we get into that, let me just quickly send you the stutter of the week. You will be... Very happy to know that this stutter includes both of us. Oh, nice. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to insert it here now. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) That third little noise, I think that was me. <laughs> what? Oh, Why? Because right. we both tried to speak at the same time. Both of us like. Uh, you, you go. <laughs> I feel like I'm so conscious of the like overlapping thing. Like how you mentioned it the other day. Now I'm. I think maybe I panic. <laughs> oh. <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, should we get into the episode? All right. Hello, everybody. On today's episode, we are talking about tolerance Mm. or intolerance. There we go. Salome, why did you want to talk about this? Well, I was having a conversation with a friend, actually one of our patrons, love you very much, Um, and she, I was talking to her about a few things that have happened in the media lately where a influencer who has almost made a career out of calling out things that she doesn't tolerate in other people or uh, beliefs that she doesn't tolerate has now experienced a bit of intolerance for her decisions or her lifestyle. And she's basically cried victim, victim. Um, And it was just like an interesting thing to see. Um, And so my friend and I were having a conversation about that. And she said, I really think you should do an episode on tolerance or intolerance and the the change of the definition of tolerance Um, and the hypocrisy that surrounds some of these woke um, influencers and woke people who basically crucify anyone who's not tolerant of a particular mindset or a particular group of people, but then can't themselves tolerate a difference of opinion. So, yeah, it's something that you and I have spoken a bit about as well. But when she suggested that, I was like, oh, that's actually a really good good idea. So I pitched it to you and then you were on board. So why did you agree to it? (laughs) Yeah, nice. (laughs) Um, I think for me, this is a topic that we have talked about amongst ourselves a few times now and have gotten quite passionate about which is often how we Mm. sort of come up with our episode ideas. So I think there's a bit of that. Um, And then on top of that, this is a topic that is quite broad. So there's a lot of sort of little facets to what it is to be tolerant or intolerant. So I think that's quite interesting for us to explore. 
Um, and then in regards to like a particular person that we discuss in this topic, I yeah. think, you know, it, it may be that we have some followers that do listen or follow or like this particular person that we discuss. So I think it might just be interesting or insightful for us to kind of give some perspective on, mm-hmm. I guess, the other side, which is something that we love to do here at It Needs to Be Said. <laughs> Our mission statement. <laughs> I love it. Good. Good introduction. Nice. And I must say, mm. when Googling intolerance, it's just all about dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I don't want to know about your gluten intolerance right now. <laughs> and I was like, mate, you are not picking up what I am putting down. <laughs> that's so funny. That did not come up for me at all, but that's hilarious. Maybe we should do an episode on intolerances to food. Yes, maybe that will finally be Caleb's guest episode opportunity (laughs) yes finally he's our expert welcome celiac boy (laughs) okay i don't even know where to begin with this topic to be honest it's so broad and it's even kind of hard to i was trying to prepare like how to tie in that situation that's been happening in the media to this even that's kind of hard because it's just this like big culture Yeah, so in my episode preparation, I guess you could say, I came up with a few dot points, but a lot of them were centered around this sort of woke culture and all that kind of stuff, which we'll discuss later Mm. in the episode. But um, the other thing I put down was, um, I guess, more of a general sense of people being quite intolerant in the way that people just can't tolerate much anymore as a society I feel like and we've discussed this Mm. before you know about raising a really soft Mm -hmm. generation and um, being quite a soft society in in the way that we're not really able to tolerate you know hardship Mm. and pain and all this kind of stuff like it's very Interesting, mm. I guess you could say, like if you look at the difference between, say, my grandparents' generation and our generation, yeah. you know, we, I would say that, and, and future generations, I, th- I would say that people would cry over spilt milk far more mm-hmm. now than they would have before. And I think that's quite interesting and something that I'm mindful of when raising children or tri- a child is that life can be really brutal it can be really hard and I think it's important to raise a child that is tolerant of what life throws at them and what hardships that they sort of um come across and stumble through because I don't want to raise soft kids (laughs) I really don't um and then beyond that it was kind of um my dot points were centered around religious intolerance so um perhaps Salome you could shed a bit of light on that situation for us um and talk us through any sort of religious intolerance that you yourself have experienced <laughs> um yes definitely maybe not so much on a personal level i think A lot of the intolerance that's projected towards Christians is really easy to do on a media platform or on your TikTok or your Instagram or whatever. But I think, you know, once people have gotten to know me and people know who I am and that I'm not this like crazy, hateful person, I think it would be really, I don't know, they just have never been intolerant of that because I love people more than what I disagree with their decisions, you know. So I've never been the the kind of Christian that um, projects my beliefs and my decision-making onto other people. That's really what I try not to do. 
So not really in a personal sense, but definitely reading things online and, you know, like seeing those kinds of opinions online. We spoke about that with the Manly Jersey controversy. Um, so yes, I've seen it and I'm, I'm very aware that there's a, a mindset about Christians that we are very judgmental and hateful and that we're bigots and all these kinds of things, which is really, really frustrating because I think while I know there are a lot of Christians who give Christians a inverted commas bad name, if you look at what the Bible says and what Jesus said, it was always a message of love and of accepting people and tolerating people. (laughs) That's the message of Jesus. So I'm very aware that the church and some extremist Christians have been really hateful and all those, you know, labels that people like to give us. But, but yeah, if you actually look at like what Jesus said and like he's our moral exemplar, mm. he he didn't condone that. So I I don't condone that as much as what you guys don't. You know what I mean? So that's really frustrating. But it's very frustrating that that mindset towards Christians is that we don't tolerate other decision making or other agendas. For example, let's talk about the sex positivity movement. We don't necessarily tolerate that because that doesn't align with what we believe God created sex for. But our opinion of that is not tolerated. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's what we found so interesting about that whole Manly Jersey situation, which we discussed was that, you know, there was just such hypocrisy that people were expected to tolerate a small community and essentially, you know, alter their beliefs to conform with what they're wanting. And yet there was no tolerance extended to them for their religious beliefs. There's a book that is frequently referred to um, on this topic, which is called The Intolerance of Tolerance. Um, It's by a guy called Dr. D.A. Carson. Um, And I'm just going to read a few things that he talks about in that book, because I think it it will articulate well what we're trying to say. So um, he speaks about how the Western world has actually experienced a radical redefinition of tolerance. So in that book, The Intolerance of Tolerance, he explains that the progression of dictionary definitions of tolerance and points out a subtle but massive shift from accepting the existence of different views to acceptance of different views. So tolerance once meant to recognize other people's right to have a different belief or practice, but now it means accepting the different views of other people. So that might not sound like a big difference, but under the old definition, two people disagreed without abandoning their position. They naturally thought that the other person was mistaken, but tolerated their ideas nonetheless. However, the new definition of tolerance and what is being pushed by mainstream media and woke influences is that new tolerance refuses to adjudicate among competing truth claims and moral claims on the ground that to do so would be intolerant. So it becomes a synonym for ethical or religious neutrality. The old tolerance actually requires you to take a stand among competing truth and ethical claims, for otherwise you are not in a position to put up with something that you disagree with. Basically what that's saying is that the whole reason that you're tolerant is because you have a different opinion. Otherwise, what are you tolerating? There's pushback on what you believe. So you can hear that opinion that you disagree with, that you don't want to align with, and you go, okay, well, I'm still going to respect you that you have that opinion. But now but it's that like, I keep mine. But I'm going to keep my opinion. Exactly. But now <laughs> it's like, no, tolerance is agreeing with that opinion. Like you have to agree with me to be tolerant. That's not tolerance. And also, it's such an unstable place to be because 
society shifts a lot. That's the problem with the fact that truth doesn't exist anymore and there's no line in the sand with anything is that there's so much progression and movement on a lot of these moral issues that if tolerance means to just accept any view that anyone has, then like you're so unstable as an individual. That's what I believe anyway. I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. And there'll be people that disagree with me. I'm very thankful that as an individual, I know what I believe and I'm not going to change that because firstly, I'm a Christian. So what I believe is founded on the Bible. And that doesn't mean that the things that are written in the Bible are easy for me to agree with. There's some things that are written in there that you know, is hard for me to accept because I'm also an empathetic person. And so it's hard for me to practice some of these things. However, I'm very thankful for a truth that isn't determined by what's trendy in mainstream media and in society. Hello, listeners. Sorry to interrupt. Just a quick message from us. Firstly, a massive thank you to our Patreons. We cannot thank you enough for financially supporting us to help keep this podcast going and growing. If this is something you too would be interested in, you'll find the link to our Patreon account in the show notes of this episode. Thanks as always for listening. Let's get back to the show. The definition is only when it suits though. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like be tolerant to our perspective and be tolerant to what we're saying but it's just an insane request you're expected to be so tolerant Mm -hmm. new definition tolerant of a particular group and a particular group's ideology and this is pushed by a lot of influences so i think we're seeing a lot of younger generations that are Mm. being very manipulated by this type of viewpoint and it's just very frustrating Because people don't understand the concept of Mm. this. They don't understand the real definition, the original definition of tolerance. And for example, like, while I'm not a part of that group in that community, I have tolerance for them. And I know that you do too. Yeah. However, that is not reciprocated. And I think that is what's frustrating. And that's, you know, when we've received some backlash on um, like, you know, a particular video I'm thinking of on TikTok, people are being quite hateful mm. towards us because of some things that we've said. But what? So we're not allowed to have our views or our mm. opinions because they're not exactly the same as yours. Exactly. Mate, that's not the definition of tolerance. I tolerate you, mm. but you won't tolerate me? No. You're not expected to tolerate in that you can agree to disagree. You're expected to celebrate to agree with to post about to put your pronouns in your instagram otherwise you're being hateful like it's that kind of messaging that's just like you don't even want me to just let you live your life you want me to start changing my decisions to endorse your lifestyle i've never expected that of anyone else i've never expected it's like if you and caleb came to visit ruan and i it's like us playing worship music and expecting you guys to sing along we would never do that because it's uncomfortable and I know that that's not the lifestyle that you guys adhere to and that's not the beliefs you have but if a company says to you you need to put your pronouns in your email signature and if you don't you're being hateful and you're contributing to violence against the LGBT community it's just like firstly even if you think that's the right thing to do, it's the right thing to do because you chose to do that 
and didn't choose to do the wrong thing. You just strong arming everyone into agreeing with your lifestyle or agreeing with your ideology. It's not going to satisfy you anyway, because no one has a choice. But that's the thing that you're saying is that, and I'll read from this um, article that I'm quoting now about the intolerance of tolerance. I'll put that in our show notes, but tolerance means figuring out how to get along with people you think are wrong so that everyone survives to debate another day and maybe even learn a little from something. The problem with this intolerance of different opinions is that it's like the the spectrum of beliefs is that people are like all the way on the left or all the way on the right. And historically, people were center left or center right in that you had like a mix of beliefs on both sides, but you, you kind of like, you know. Slightly sway one way. Slightly sway one way. But now because there's this inability to hear the other opinion or hear the other side, now it's like you are alt right, alt left, or like you are completely one way or completely the other. And if you just slightly disagree with a particular ideology, it's not even just that you disagree with it. You are violent towards the ideology mm-hmm. and you are hateful, hateful and you are. Yeah. And it's just like, no, like I can love you as an individual and still not agree with you. That that can exist. That does exist. And I don't know if this is right in saying, but it, I said this in the Manly Jersey discussion as well, is that like for my whole life, I've been trained on how to toe the line with tolerance and intolerance because I'm very aware that most of my religious views are not tolerated by society. And so it's like, I'm very well versed in that. I'm very, very prepared to, you know, be disagreed with and have people not align with my beliefs. And I don't find that offensive. I don't find that hateful. In fact, it's a, it's part of the human experience. That's normal. But the inability to just give and take in this area is really, really frustrating (laughs) because also, when you're saying things like, oh, you know, you're not putting your pronouns is hateful towards transgender people or whatever. Now, like children that are growing up in this kind of media, that's their belief now that for me to be accepting or to be um, tolerant of those beliefs, I have to do this. Like I said, you're just strong arming people into behaving a certain way. And this whole Elon Musk Twitter takeover has been so fascinating because it's so funny how since he's um, taken over, he's banned a few people from being on Twitter, a lot of the like left-wing journalists and things like that. And now there's this massive kick up of like free speech, free speech. And there's been so many funny tweets of people being like, so funny how now the left is all about free speech. <laughs> because but Donald Trump wasn't allowed free speech. No, but like also how many Twitter accounts were suspended because they said something about the vaccine or they said something about this mm. woke agenda getting too far and they were just silenced and, and deleted off Twitter. But as soon as the roles are reversed, like it's just like you can only see your opinion and as soon as it's turned on you, now now you're suffering. But you were fine to do that to the other side. It's just wild. Yeah, exactly. But they're yeah. the ones that are so tolerant. It's frustrating and it's scary because this is what is being pushed and you just want to bang your head against a wall because some people, that their perception, their opinions, their realities is all formed not by them. They don't know. They don't even Mm. realize. All that they believe in, all that they virtue signal for, it's all being manipulated. Mm. And I can even speak into being that way inclined. Like there was a season probably about two years ago where – Mate, it is 
a rabbit hole once you start getting into like the the work thinking and I was listening to a lot of like far left podcasts and and just like a lot of ideology that it does start seeping into your thinking it does and so and so like while it's so frustrating I also don't blame people for for falling for it because it's very easy to feel like you're a good person when you think this way like I'm I've got the moral high ground here because I'm the one that's being inclusive or being or virtue signaling. Like virtue signaling feels good. It's like a, it must be if they do some research into it, it must be some sort of dopamine hit because it does make you feel like instantly you're a good person because I did what they say is a good thing to do. The thing is, we should also acknowledge here that Marissa and I don't agree on everything. Like we don't agree on on a lot of things. Like there and there's some opinions that you have that are way more progressive in particular areas. For example, like I'm pretty sure you agree with euthanasia and things like that, whereas I disagree with that. You know what I mean? So it it's not to say that everything we believe is completely conservative. That's not the case. However, we're able to have this friendship because we respect each other's opinions and we we respect each other's right to have an opinion and we can tolerate a different opinion because at the end of the day what i'm not friends with marissa for is trying to you know change her opinion on things that's not why i'm friends with you i'm friends with you because i love you and because i love you i love your ability to use your own brain and to think about things the way that you think about things and to use your own personal experience like i respect you as a human in that regard and it's almost like with this push it's like they think that you are the biggest idiot like if you have this opinion you must just be an idiot like you can't possibly be using your brain and have come to this decision yeah and you know i probably should be more tolerant in the fact that it probably is quite difficult for people, you know. They get up and they drive to work and they're listening to the radio, which is woke as fuck. And then they get to, to work mm-hmm. and probably most of their colleagues at work. And then they get home, they put on the mainstream news, woke. They are Project. scrolling through Facebook, woke. You know what I mean? Like people are just surrounded by it. So probably I should be a little bit more tolerant too mm-hmm. to the fact that people are on this loop of being brainwashed by mm. every platform that's in their face 24-7. Recently, as a lot of listeners will know, Abby Chatfield um, went on a massive rant on her TikTok because she was slut-shamed by Carl Sanderlands and Brittany Hockney um, on their radio station. And we just want to say, obviously, we are not condoning anything that is said about someone's decisions that's like hurtful and rude and whatever else we're literally saying here that we you need to be able to tolerate someone's difference of opinion so that's that's the stance we hold but for me it was a really interesting example of the fact that Abby Chatfield has almost made a career out of being very sex positive virtue signaling in terms of um, calling things out that she disagrees with she's a very loud person in terms of her opinion very very opinionated on a lot of things very loud very very intolerant is what I'm going to say about differences of opinion and we saw that with the um, Manly Jersey debacle we saw her use terms like homophobic fragile weak for religious opinions that those Manly Jersey um, football players had and we've seen her openly mock Christians on her TikTok. There's still a video up where she's just like mocking this girl for saying some stuff about her faith. And then someone called her out for that and said, why don't you go make the same video about Islamic beliefs? She said in response to that, I went to a Catholic school, so I'm allowed to. And it's just like, that doesn't 
give you free reign to just yeah it's so irrelevant but anyways and it's just like you are so ready and prepared to laugh at to criticize to label and things like that and I'm not saying what Kyle and Brittany said or did was okay however you also released a episode on your podcast called feeling single and slutty you you use that word you labeled yourself as slutty in that regard and I'm not condoning slut shaming or whatever but they didn't use that word in this episode they weren't they didn't call her a slut they were probably yeah joking about her lifestyle being quite promiscuous and stuff like that but she threw an absolute tantrum calling out this behavior saying that it's completely ridiculous calling out the misogyny and all of this stuff and it's just like it was just so interesting to see the way that Abby carries on being so hurtful and rude to other people particularly Christians and then something is said regarding your decision making that you've you've built a career on being sex positive it is what it is that's what you've done people have even praised you for that and so now the fact that they're having a conversation which kind of points to that lifestyle now you are the one that's the victim it just blew my mind because even if they're doing that so say yeah they're being really rude they're slut shaming you all those things might be true why can't you tolerate a bit of backlash because she sure can give it you give it to everyone you give it to anyone that you disagree with you are so intolerant of different opinions to you there are people out there abby believe it or not who don't agree with a sex positive lifestyle who think it's probably not helpful for you to be talking about your vibrator on your podcast when you have a very young following who don't think it's open relationships open relationships telling people to get on the pill at a young age believe it or not people don't agree with that and that doesn't make them all misogynistic patriarchy victims they can also just have that opinion they might be very well educated women who are all for feminism and still disagree with you but it's like the moment someone almost is just like having the same kind of conversation about her that she's having about herself she's just like the biggest victim ever (laughs) meltdown yeah well I'm trying to be as like neutral as I can because I think we know that I have um, quite a strong disdain for this person but it's just somebody that is so openly a lot of things Mm. um, and pushes a lot of things that you may argue a lot of people don't agree with you a lot of people don't agree that her young following should be listening to her advice on stuff that she is not professionally trained or qualified to give. We could sift through 90% of her content and it would be hectic rants against people that don't have the same Mm. views that she does. But the minute that one little thing was mentioned on the radio and it wasn't even a direct slut shame, it was like a backhanded comment it's world ending it's gotten so much media which is annoying but i mean here we are Mm. (laughs) talking about it right now but all the media that covered it was like abby chatfield rightfully calls out slut shaming comments it's like her following and her minions yeah cult following i would say blows my mind like the amount of times I've heard someone be like yeah Abby Chatfield talked about on a podcast or didn't you see that Abby Chatfield talked about I'm like why is she the moral exemplar for our generation but she is and we need to acknowledge that like she is one of the modern 
warriors for social justice. She is. I know that's really hard for you to hear. I know. It's so painful. When I was looking into this topic on TikTok, a lot of people had made videos about her being like, are you kidding me? Like you've literally built your brand on calling yourself slutty. And now your biggest call to victimhood is that someone slut shamed you. (laughs) Sorry. It's literally a It's actually quite funny, isn't it? Again, let's just emphasize. We're not saying what Carl did in because he was, you know, pitting Brit and Abby against each other. And we're not saying that that's okay. We're not sitting here going, oh, what they said was fine. But it's still just an interesting thing to have watched her reaction and people's rush to defend her, people's absolute slamming of both those two when Abby is not held accountable for any of those things that she said about different groups of people, especially Christians, about those manly jersey players. Not none of that. Mm. Yeah. She said something about, like, we're set up for a day and then something like, I don't know, she implies that if something happens, something happens, you know, like, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Yeah, she says, she says it's not anything beyond platonic, but but if it is, I'm open to it, something like that. Yeah, but then, which is totally fine, you do you, but then when all they do is make a little comment insinuating that that's something that they may happen. And that she does with other people, which she not only insinuates, but literally mm-hmm. says out loud on all of her fucking platforms. That's the the brand that you're building. Why are you now frustrated that that's the reputation that you have? That's the reputation you want. You've literally said, I'm feeling single and slutty. That's fine. We're not saying you can't say that. You do you. But then don't get mad when people insinuate that you enjoy having sex with people because you do. That's fine. The truth. And Carl and Brit, not that they were, but they they can have a negative opinion about that. They're not saying you're not allowed to do that, but they can think that you do put yourself out there or you're like probably a bit too eager on some people. <laughs> but you know what? It's this we've spoken about this previously as well. It's this mindset that you're not allowed to be offended. It's okay if they offend you. Like it's it's okay if people disagree with your decisions. I think we all just need to remember that like we're not here on this earth to be made to feel comfortable and to be safe all the time. Like it's actually not good for you to have no resistance. Which is funny because that's what I was trying to say as like a general example of people of this generation being quite intolerant in the way that they're soft. They have poor capacity to, um, mm. you know, endure – pain or hardship or pushback and I guess that's exactly what we're saying now is that that's the case you're not going to grow if you can't take any criticism Mm. you're not going to grow if what you're doing never receives any pushback and that's what's so frustrating is it feels like everybody just has to pander to everybody else's wants and needs and Mm. desires but like if you don't just Put your pronouns in your email and virtue signal and be ultra supportive and be really over the top for everything and everybody, regardless Mm. of what your previous views were, then you're all the names, you're all the transphobic, homophobics, you're all the icks. (laughs) Obics. It's frustrating. It is very frustrating. You could argue that you know, young people shouldn't be on social media to start with and that it's their parents' fault for enabling them to be able to access. But, I mean, we all know that young Mm. people are on social media. So, you know, she knows that she has a large following. 
you know, she specifically addressed young people in this video that pissed me off about her is the conversation she's been having, you know, directed at young people saying, if your parents don't let you go on contraception, then go, go to the doctor. Mm. Like, mate, you went on a fucking dating show and now you've got a social media presence. Good on you. Hats off to you. However, you don't have the right to fucking go and tell young children to be on hormone altering contraception. That is so fucking dangerous. You know, I have my own opinion on hormone altering contraceptive pills. However, I'm not there on my social media screaming at people telling them what to do Mm. because it's not my decision to make. And that's what fucking pissed me off more than anything Mm. when she turns around and says, young people, if your parents don't let you get the vaccine, you go to the doctor and you get the vaccine yourself. I was fucking livid when I first saw that video circulating. That is beyond dangerous. There's a reason that that parent decided that they didn't want their fucking child to have an extremely dangerous vaccine pumped into their body. But Abby thinks that she's got the right to go and tell her young, impressionable following, go and get the fucking vaccine. Go and get it Mm. behind your parents' back. Like, that's beyond me. That pissed me off so fucking much. Mm. Like, a lot of people don't want their children vaccinated. A lot of people don't want their children on hormone-altering pill. A lot of Mm. people have different fucking opinions to Abby Chatfield. It's not Abby Chatfield's way or the highway. You know, the manly jersey thing. People can have conflicting mm. religious beliefs but still not be hateful to a minority group. Like learn the definition of tolerance and fucking show a little bit. I mean like one of her um most viral TikToks that she's got pinned on her account is where she's talking about how if you don't want to get vaccinated, I don't want to hear about it because you took ketamine on the weekend. It's like, that's great, mate, that you don't want to hear about it. So how about you don't throw your beliefs down everyone's throats? Because that that's the thing is that it just takes a bit of self-awareness to be like, oh, it's annoying to me when other people jam their beliefs down my throat. How about I don't do that? Or how about I recognize the platform that mm-hmm. I have that I'm being very similar in that regard yet for the opposite side and that's just okay because that's the agenda that's pushed by the media you know and it was just like she was allowed to say that and never ever got called out on it and then like we said in the Instagram episode then another influence would say something not even as strong as that and they were cancelled yeah so that's the thing is like yes like the way that Abby Chatfield is absolutely glorified and worshipped is really annoying but it's also the the machine that allows her to be that way, the mainstream media machine. Like she she's able to have this career and this platform because of everyone around her because people don't have these conversations that we're having now because they're so freaking scared. And it is scary. Like every single time we have these kinds of conversations on the podcast, we do get nervous about it because we know there's going to be backlash because the fact is, is that if one of Abby's minions find this episode or find this little snippet on TikTok and post it and she finds it, she's going to absolutely slaughter us for having a different opinion. Never mind the fact that we're not actually being hateful towards her. We're simply just saying we disagree with you and that's okay and that's a part of the human experience and you pushing this belief or the mainstream media pushing this belief that if you don't agree with someone, you hate them is really freaking Mm. stupid because at Mm. the end of the day- it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. We are all 
made up of different beliefs, different backgrounds, different upbringings. How ridiculous that I need to think that Marissa needs to not just agree with my Christian beliefs, but like start practicing them too. And if you don't, you must hate me. That's so laughable. It's so silly. It's never been that way previously. Now that's, again, the definition of tolerance is not just tolerating, but agreeing with, because the problem is, is that with moral relativism, everything's relative. Everything is you do you, you do you. So really the agenda is, well, you can't have an opinion on someone else's decisions because they're allowed to do what they want, right? However, we're still not allowed to do what we want. We're still not allowed to not get vaccinated or not teach our kids sex positivity. So it's like, number one, that mindset I I disagree with. Number two, even if that is the mindset, well, then apply that to everything. If you are so inclusive and so all about everyone can do what they want, if you're all about sex positivity and the fact that you know, sex positivity is basically letting people explore sexuality in their own way. Well, then you should be okay with my husband and I not being okay with porn. That should be okay. But that's not okay because that's not sex positivity. Sex positivity is you must condone and encourage anything sexual. And if you don't, well, now you're suppressing women's rights and you're part of the patriarchy. (laughs) It's funny because that's literally the mentality. (laughs) It's funny. What? Where did we go so wrong? (laughs) All right. Well, I think that was a great wrap up. So I think we should call it a day. Okay. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We we are really appreciative that our listeners do have the ability to hear differences of opinions. So let's all just practice a bit of that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, You'll find a link to our Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon in the show notes of this episode. I'll also post a link to that article and a few things that we referenced in the show notes as well for your... um, reading if you'd like um but apart from that thank you for listening